Good morning. I'm Aya Wimala, and this is Friday, January the 8th, 2021. So I missed everyone yesterday, and that was my fault. I'm fine. I'm not sick. But I had a doctor's appointment that couldn't be shifted because of the doctor's schedule, and I hadn't allowed myself enough time to get there. So uh, I had to I had to cancel yesterday to get everything else on target. And you, you might notice my nose is kind of red. I, I go to Wisconsin for two of my doctors because I guess I'd have to say I'm very attached to them. <laughs> so the one's for my eyes, for macular degeneration, and the other is the one, my uh, dermatologist who... Uh, treats, um, I take a biologic injection for uh, psoriasis, and it's been kind of a miracle cure. So doing a skin check, uh, she, she has nitrous oxide on one spot, so I have a big red polka dot. I'm really lucky she's a wonderful doctor, and so she was asking me what I'd read, and I said, well, one person in the class uh, from Florida had recommended Everyday Zen by, um, her last name is Beck, I think a really famous Zen teacher, and she died. You know, her books were in the 80s and 90s, most of them, and she died maybe four or five years ago. And I'd read a few other books of hers, but this person was saying the book Everyday Zen is uh, a wonderful book because she's been reading it and it's been giving her really good, uh, almost like pointers about how to live a regular everyday life in, embodied with mindfulness <clears throat> and living in the present moment, talking about the most mundane things. So I've, I'm looking it up and... Uh, getting access to it today. But uh, my, I, so I told the doctor I was interested in finding that book. And she said she's reading John Kabat-Zinn's uh, uh, Catastrophic Living. I'm messing up the title. It's been around for a long time. Um, Full Catastrophic Living. I think is the name of it, something like that. I'm sure one of you know. So it's great to have a doctor she'll, I can talk to like that. We're always sharing information, and she's shared uh, part of her path, her educational path post, post being a specialist. But uh, And a lot of it's involved meditation and leadership training from a mindfulness point of view, and um, it's so it's great to see. And I love my uh, other doctors, so it, my, the dermatologist and I can very comfortably talk about the signs of aging. I was mentioning, I'm noticing these, you know, I'd laugh about them being giant freckles or uh, these aging signs kind of going up, you know, the ones if you're I guess for men too, that show up on the back of your hands first. Maybe some on your face. And I was laughing about how how those are rapidly moving up my arm. They're pretty much to my elbow now. And she can, she can just easily say, yeah, 
that's the aging body. And it's so nice not to have to, uh, she doesn't have to soothe me about that or we don't have to play games with it because of fragile egos. So I love my dermatologist. And so uh, that was just my uh, having appointments clashing yesterday. So thank you if you were concerned about me. However, there is a lot going on these days with COVID, with politics. It's a, it's a difficult time. It's been a difficult time, but I'm feeling more and more people closer to me being in danger of or having COVID-19 more than I have felt in the past, you know, the past, what is it now, 10 months? And um, it's, it seems much, it's much closer and much more uh, frequent. So I hope no one is letting up on what they're doing. And I think people are, I think people are so tired and burned out from a less than a year pandemic that they're going back to things, I think just in hopes that it's, it's run its course in their lives. But we know that isn't true. So please stay vigilant and careful. And I think that's part of our mindfulness practice and everything that we talk about, being mindful of what's going on in the sense of what we need to do to be safe and to keep others safe. So I think my wish, which is a form of the Bodhisattva vows, is a beautiful thing for us to keep remembering. And another uh, teacher and a noble friend lost their mom last night in, uh, or he's in New York. I'm not sure where his mom is, but he couldn't, he couldn't be with her. He knew they had, he knew they were giving her the last, uh, you know, they were just giving her morphine for uh, distress and to be comfortable, but he couldn't be with her. And I know that that's, that's tough. And I know a lot of you have experienced that as well. So keep thinking about how we can embody, we embody our mindfulness by how we respond to these difficult times. And our practice doesn't end because we may be fearful or we may be concerned or uh, if you're feeling if you're feeling like this has gone on too long and so you want to change it, <laughs> well, I, if you can change, if you can change the world, more power to you. But we have to learn what the limitations of things we can control are and then work with that. And that's what the Buddha means when he talks about seeing reality as it is let go of magical thinking, really try to really be in this moment and experience the world this way. Not an easy task. It's much easier to kind of uh, back away. So being in the world and being mindful doesn't mean taking risk that can endanger other people or yourself because we have work to do here in this lifetime. And... Uh, being careless or being 
overly uh, adventurous or uh, too much of a risk taker is only is going to hurt other people as much as it'll hurt you. So I was thinking about periods in the world where uh, back in the Buddha's time or before and since there have been epidemics that last for years and our just wanting it to be over is not necessarily with all our advances and all of our science and all of our technology it's we are so often not in control and that's part of what we learn when we practice the Buddha's teachings so be gentle on others who don't know that or who are fearful behind anger is always fear and uh, keep going keep making your what you can have control over which is pretty limited you can bring joy into that space and believe me if you can if you can stay uh, mindful you're helping other people all the time in what may seem like very little ways but they're not so little so let's practice today um, and I, I know Steve had put a message on on Sunday I think about his mother-in-law and I didn't see it until later so we're thinking about you Steve I hope I hope there's good news uh, at your end so I know I know a lot of people were thinking of you and had both of both you and your family and your wife and her mom in their hearts so before we do some practice I'd like to share with you and those of you who have it memorized can do it but we'll start the meditation with my wish May I become at all times, both now and forever, a protector for those without protection, a guide for those who have lost their way, a ship for those with an ocean to cross, a sanctuary for those in danger, a lamp for those without light, a place of refuge for those who lack shelter, and a servant to all in need. By means of this meritorious deed, may I never join with the unwise, only the wise, until the time I attain Nibbana. So, let's sit together. Let's do some metta practice. Let your body be relaxed. Close your eyes if you can. Be aware of the body breathing. Just allow your natural breath. Feel upright. Even if you're laying on your back, 
lying on your back. Or if you're walking, listening to this, feel your spine lift up. Giving lungs the best opportunity to take in more air. Be aware of where you're feeling the air coming in and going out. And let your attention just be focused either around your on your not on your nose, aware of the air coming in very subtly and going out. Or you can feel it a little more directly, maybe, if you're watching your belly rise and fall with each inhale and each exhale. Be aware of all the body. And let this ground you, make you feel in the body and in the present moment by staying with your breath. Begin by sending thoughts of comfort and friendliness and concern and care to yourself. We always begin with ourself, developing that relationship with ourself that allows us to understand friendliness and kindness and love. Metta practice, metta means loving kindness, loving friendliness, We're making friends with ourselves. And as we do that, as we work developing a relationship with ourselves that's based on unconditional acceptance and compassion for ourselves, we also begin to send it, to understand how to send it out to others and how this quality naturally wants to go out to others. This is one of the boundless qualities. We develop metta towards ourselves and then we allow it to radiate out to others, just sending them good wishes
This helps us by really purifying our mind. We're letting go of hatred and sending out instead good wishes for others to be friends with themselves, to care about themselves. So send these feelings to yourself first of all. May I be well. May I feel safe in this world. May I be content and even truly happy. May I live in peace. May I be free from suffering and the causes for suffering, free from fear and worry and anxiety. Now allow these thoughts to move out to the people first of all, and this will include for many, many of us, our pets as well, or the animals that we see in nature, out to those closest to you. May my loved ones be well, and feel safe in this world, free from fear and worry and anxiety. May all of my loved ones feel content and find true happiness. And may all of my loved ones live in peace Think of your family members. Think of the people that you know you're connected with, you know the connection. Whether you're disappointed in them at the moment or you might be upset at something they did, you know you love them. You don't have to question that. Now keep moving out. Think of think of all of the people you know, your neighbors, your close friends. People who aren't in your um, maybe your inner ring, but the people just beyond that and the beings. Think of all the people that you know, your acquaintances, 
people in your different sanghas, your different communities. From the past, from the present, May all of these beings, all of these people, be well. May they feel safe. May they be content. May they know true happiness. May they be living in peace, both inside and outside. And now moving further out, sometimes it's maybe closer rather than further, Think of the difficult people, difficult people in your life personally, difficult people politically, and people we may not know personally, but things that are people who create a challenge for us in whatever way they do. Maybe someone who's hurt us in the past and we have trouble letting go. And only choose a person for this practice that you're ready to uh, look at. Don't let it, don't be traumatized if you've had trauma in the past. Don't feel that you have to send metta, send loving kindness to that person if you're not ready for it. So choose someone or some group of people that you can work with, that you know it's not too too much of a stretch for you. We're not talking about forgiveness. We're talking about seeing even our most difficult people as human beings. And these wishes... are offering them uh, offering them the blessings that we know that we would like to feel in our lives the qualities that can make us more content and more happy and really give us true peace of mind and our belief is that if other people feel these blessings in their lives if they are able to create these blessings in their lives, that their happiness will increase as well.
So when we think about our difficult people and send out good thoughts to them, we're not giving anything away to them that we don't want for ourselves. Now just allow this quality of loving-kindness, let it radiate out from you in all directions, without bound, any kind of boundaries, any kind of limits. This is a boundless quality. You can include people who who are being born right now and people who have have died recently. And you can include all living beings, human or non-human. May all beings, human or non-human, In this world, in worlds beyond, may they all be free from suffering and its causes, free from fear and worry and anxiety, free from hunger and thirst, the extremes of the weather. May all these beings be lovingly taken care of if they cannot take care of themselves. May all other beings be able to care for themselves. And may all beings be able to live in peace. So thank you very much for being with me. And I will see you on Sunday. And I hope you have um, a good weekend. And I think we have a book group on Monday. So join us from 5.30 to 6.30. And be sure you get your ticket If you're joining us for the book group, remember you have to get your ticket for each class. So either go on eventbrite.com or you can go to the uh, Blue Lotus Face Temple, Blue Lotus Temple Facebook page and get a ticket. There's no charge, but the ticket will send you the link and that'll come before the class. So take care of those you can take care of. Let us know if there are people you want us to 
to be sending our blessings to or sending our good thoughts to in our own practice. And much love to all of you. You're a big part of my practice. Thank you.